Hey mama, I know you need a break, so go ahead and clock out, because it's time for the Moms Off The Clock podcast. What's going on everyone? It's Deirdre and welcome back to Moms Off The Clock, a podcast for the moms who need a break to have a WTF is happening moment. You are not alone. This is episode 15 and this is our Moms Off The Clock hashtag summer series. So I'm super excited uh, and as always, it's a pleasure having you all join me in my conversations about motherhood. But let's get started because let's be honest, mom breaks are not that long. So today's topic okay, is Stranger Things, okay, I don't know if you all have talked about it, but I'm going to give my Stranger Things breakdown and my thoughts, okay, and I can't wait to talk about this one, because this is our summer series, so this is a binge-watching episode, um, I think I want to talk about, like, binge-watching shows or movies that are good for the family for summertime, any of those things, right, so I'm super excited, and once again, we're on YouTube, we are live on YouTube again, okay, This is like amazing, okay? So uh, if you're listening, you know what to do. Clock out and grab your wine, juice, water for the fitness moms or coffee for the go-to moms and let's talk stranger things, okay? And before I start, this is the summertime and we are celebrating the summertime with moms off the clock uh, summer series so please tune into that also go ahead and subscribe to our youtube it has been a hectic week guys i'm not gonna lie to you my mom came down i told you it was her 70th birthday i never got a time uh, a chance or time to upload the video from last week so i'm really trying to make sure i get that for you guys so we can have a good time okay uh you guys can see my outfit of the day i'm wearing red for stranger things <laughs> okay i'm super excited about this because i think this is going to be a good one um and yeah we're, we're just going to get into it so let's start our affirmation our affirmation this week is i will feed my soul i will feed my soul that's it that's all what are we doing to feed our soul right what are we doing I don't know. What are you doing? I'm binge watching, (laughs) having a good time. Okay. So, um, another announcement, I'm just going to say this one too. Please follow me on my Instagram page at Deirdre Brannon. Once again, it'll be on the YouTube, but I'm going to go ahead and spell it out. It's D E I R D R E B R A N I C K Deirdre Brannick and send me a DM to just connect, you know, have a good time and we can figure all this stuff out about stranger things or what are your thoughts on stranger things after hearing this. Okay. So let's get started. Okay. <sighs> so if you haven't watched stranger things, I'm not going to lie to you. Just go ahead and, um, you know, log out now or stop watching because it has spoilers and theories. Unless you watched it, I would say, you know, leave. But if you don't want to watch it and you want to get caught up without watching it, stay tuned because I have a breakdown of everything. All right. First character I'm getting into, we're going to talk about the first group, Will, L, and Mike. Okay. So Mike is coming to visit and it's a lot happening. Eleven has been lying. Okay. Because y'all know. I just, I don't understand why she's been lying, okay? Um, It's so much there. So I'm going to start with Will, all right? He's been acting very strange. What is the picture that he's drawing and he doesn't want Elle to see, okay? Elle also said it was for a special girl, but he gave it to Mike. And then they had a weird interaction at first when they got there. Could it be that Will likes Mike? I mean... 
let, let me give you a little background. Okay. Let me give you my evidence to prove this in season one, Joyce tells Hopper, okay, that Will was kidnapped and it may be because he's a sensitive kid and that they that his dad thought he was gay, you know? Um, and then Hopper's like, well, is he? And she's like, it doesn't matter. You know, like just find my kid, which is true. It doesn't matter. Just find her kid. Right. So I'm 100% with her on that. And then also Mike yells in season three, he yells at him. He says, it's not my fault that you don't like girls. Now in our mind, right, we're younger. We're thinking, oh yeah, well not everybody liked girls at that time, right? We, we, we probably figured that out. But I think it was also um, a moment where he was trying to tell us something about his, him and Will's relationship, but they didn't want to develop that until they got older, you know, and they could start figuring and piecing things out. Right. So I don't know. That one's a little, a little weird to me. Um, so I want to know what their relationship is like, not the relationship is weird, but I just want to know what is, what is so secretive? What is he drawing? What is he painting? Also, I kind of feel like Will might be a bad person. He might be a bad character. I think that he's going to express that later on because how is it that Vecna is just, you know, so close in on these set of kids and Will was the only kid that so like survived the underground world, upside down world, I'm sorry, and all these things. And, you know, he figured all that stuff out and he came back, you know, after he, you know, was taken there, sunken into that place, right? <laughs> um and I just kind of felt like Will has never been the same uh, since he like coughed up that demonic ca- uh, caterpillar in the sink. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I've never, <laughs> I never felt felt like he's been um, the same. Also, shout out to my best friend Bindu for saying this one. She said that L recognizes Will in season one, and they never really met. Remember when they found L? And she did have an interaction with Will to to say that he looked familiar. That was weird. Okay, I think something's going to happen in this fourth season, volume two, about what's happening. Also, I want to shout out that I'm doing this because volume two comes out tomorrow. So what greater time to talk about these summaries and these theories before we get the answers. Okay, all right. So second, Mike. Mike is always late for things. Any connections with the clock? Or is he just late? <laughs> is he just a boy and he's just a kid that's late? I don't know. But uh, it kind of goes with what's happening. I don't know. Let's just look out for that one. Um, second, Mike never tells Elle he loves her. Do you think it's because of his toxic mom and dad relationship? Let's throw up a red flag for that one. Um, or do you think he's still trying to navigate feelings for Elle and Will? I don't know. That's all I got for Mike because he's not really giving me anything this this season. You know, he's... He's a little paranoid. He's just a little, I don't know. He's not really giving me a lot this season. Let's talk the next character, Argyle. I like him. Okay, he's a new character, but he fits in. He brings humor to the show and just fun, you know. Also, I like his hair, okay. His hair is just, I mean, luscious. Like, it's just great. Like, he's he's doing it. Um, But I feel like he fits in so much that I remember his name more than Jonathan's. I was going to just call uh, him Will's brother. So, yeah, they they should have brought him on earlier, honestly. I feel like he's a great um, asset to this, you know, this bond of people. And I think that Jonathan needed a good friend, right? So let's talk about Jonathan. Jonathan, I don't know what he's doing. His character isn't doing anything for me except keeping the younger ones safe, okay? He's not really doing anything in this season and is very confused about his path uh, of just staying with his mom to help take care of Will or Nancy. 
or go with Nancy, right, um, to college, right? He needs some self-care, a therapist, and some alone time, okay? I don't know how to feel about him, honestly. I, I don't even mind if they kind of write him off. I really don't. But I will say his mom does put a lot of pressure on him that he can't make this decision. But he needs some alone time to figure this out because he doesn't need to just keep, sh- like, stringing Nancy along and playing with her emotions, right? Okay, next. All right. Uh, next group of people. Let's talk about Dustin. Okay, give this man his flowers. Okay, he came back. He came back. And he's always been there, right? We just kind of overlook Dustin because he's not as, like, I guess he's, I don't want to say he's the nerd of the group, but I will say Dustin is definitely the mold of the group because he's a genius. He's genius. He's so essential to the group and just piecing things together. He's like putting two and two together. Okay, maybe we should do this. So this will work so we can connect with them here in the underworld. This dude has been such an asset. I think that you guys should give him his flowers. So shout out to Dustin. Uh, Let's keep you around. They better not write Dustin off because he's needed to figure everything out because everybody else doesn't get it. Okay. So let's talk about Susie. She's adorable. She's spunky. She's smart. She's so cute. And her and Dustin make a cute little power couple. I like how they kind of still add her in there, even from a distance when Will and Mike uh, and Elle link up with her. You know, I think that's pretty cool how they still, you know, incorporate her into things. So I like her. She's she's cute. You know, she's not like giving like main character, um, you know, energy. But I like her because she fits right in and she supports her dusty bunny whatever she calls him (laughs) so I was let's talk about Eddie okay I was going to save him for the side characters but no he deserves to be included more Eddie gives this misunderstood person vibe I think a lot of us was that were that kid in high school and I think that's why he's so essential in this episode or this this season because they they talk about him but he I will say this he is not afraid to be himself he's gone through a lot of trauma too these kids have gone through a lot of trauma I just want to say that a lot of childhood trauma just coming up in this and I think that it's so realistic to us because we are all dealing with our trauma but Eddie I think one thing about him is he will always be himself he's not afraid to put himself out there and this dude I will also say though he gives a little bit of um, he's scared You know, um, he even says things like, I didn't even jump into the water until you guys jumped into the water. Um, But, you know, I like Eddie. He's going to be he's going to do something amazing in volume two. I'm really excited to see that. But shout out to Eddie. He's 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 a cool guy. I also like he was like, Chrissy, wake up. I don't like this (laughs) because we were all saying that, like, we don't like this. Okay. Um, Also, let's talk about. Let me before I go into the next character, Stranger Things got a little scarier this season. It kind of did like a Harry Potter twist. You know, as the kids grew older, it became a little darker, right? Just a little more darker each season. And and I feel like this one was definitely scarier because my husband and I, we were like, maybe we should just do we really want to know what happens? But we kept seeing everyone talk about episode seven, how everything comes together. And it did. Okay. It did. All right. Let's keep going forward. Erica, my girl. Okay, she gives you that spunky, like fearless, you know, all of that in one. Uh, she's going to give you what you're asking for. Okay, No, seriously, even though they have her as this stereotypical black angry girl, sometimes I don't like that part. Um, she bodies it. Okay, she is also fearless and brilliant. She empowers strong black women, educated black women. And however, 
as black and brown women are a little tired of y'all adding the neck rolling and the attitude. Um, nonetheless, Erica is actually one of my favorite characters. I love seeing her. And I think she's going to be the one to take down Vecna because she does not play. And she also won in the game for taking out a certain character. I don't know if it was Vecna, but she won that one, right? Um, and also her fearlessness and empowered attitude is not what Vecna will sus suspect. Um, and she's going to let him have it. Right? <laughs> I think Erica's going to let him have it. But she's also fitting into the circle so well because she played at first this annoying little sister that wants to tag along. But honey, she's the main character. She's have you seen my silhouette? Jeez, it's giving main character energy. Okay, so yeah, Erica, shout out to Erica. Okay, and she's beautiful. I don't know if y'all been seeing her in these um these photo shoots, but honey is giving it to the girls. All right, so check her out, Lucas. Okay, yeah, Lucas is us in high school, okay, trying to find an in crowd, especially with his amazing skills as a basketball player. Even though it's hard to watch, we all had a time where we started growing away from our initial friend group. And I know you guys don't want to, you know, say that, but it's the truth. And for those of y'all saying, uh-uh, not me, I'm still friends with all my friends, well, good for you. But for the people who get it, you get it. Sometimes your initial friend group doesn't have to be the same um, or you guys start losing interest, right? Um, I.e., when Will and Mike were mad, Will was mad that Mike wanted to hang out with Elmore and not play the game as much, right? Uh, however, over time, Lucas's loyalty is still there. Um, he has to remember who his true friends were and he still looks out for them. He's just trying to grow up, you know, kids, kids, do this thing I mean we're watching this just it's relatable we're like oh he doesn't need to fall into peer pressure but how many times have we done that okay <laughs> okay um and I'm excited to see him beat up the basketball bully <laughs> the second trailer shows him going to work and I was like why y'all got this black man beating up this white but it's all good I'm, I'm excited Max Let's talk about her. She's so amazing this season. I honestly feel like I feel her emotions so much that to the point where I'm like, Dad, did she lose her, her brother for real? You know, and her not wanting to open up to the school counselor. I think that's all of us. If we experienced, you know, going to therapy, we, we've never wanted to really, you know, talk about how we felt in certain things. Right. So Max, she does such a great job. And then the running scene, you know, I think her character literally was MVP of volume one. I'm excited to see who's going to be MVP. P of volume two a lot of people are saying Eddie because of the gun, uh, guitar solo so we'll see all right so next Robin let's talk about her is she gonna save Nancy because she knows Nancy's favorite song now from them hanging out also her mom was on Kill Bill like come on like she's amazing um <laughs> but I think Robin something's gonna happen to Robin because I don't think something's gonna happen to Steve but the way they were talking I think something might happen to Robin uh, and I like Robin. She's a fast talker, but I like her and Steve. Their duo is just like kind of like something that you always want to watch. Like, what are they going to get into next? So maybe they'll make a spinoff of them. I like it. Let's talk about Steve. All right. Speaking of Steve, let's talk about Steve. I feel like he's finding his identity more and more each season. He's also the glorified babysitter. <laughs> he hates it, but he loves it. He also has some insecurities because he keeps trying to validate himself through girls, right? He also has a savior complex to save people so that they can see him as a nice guy and love him for who he is. He's just wanting that love back and he's just, you know, he's, he's projecting, uh, he projected a lot in like season one, right? Um, wow. Are we describing each other? I don't know. Anyways, y'all better not write Steve off, you know. Also, let's talk about things heating up in the kitchen. 
<laughs> Let's talk about it. Him and Nancy. All right. All right. Nancy, she's very independent. She's a go getter. Uh, she got she has this I got this mindset of a woman. Right. Um, and Jonathan is nice and all of that. But he's holding her back and she's stressed. You can see it. You can tell. Right. She doesn't need someone one foot in and one foot out. So cut him loose, sis. We're done. Maybe give uh, my guy Steve another chance. Right. Uh, we saw the looks. We all saw it. <laughs> we all saw it. And uh, yeah, him and Nancy, I, I would like to see them maybe try again. Right. Um, so let's talk about the next group. Next. Okay, Murray, I like him. He's another character that brings humor, but he's he's also showing you all do not mess with the Mur. okay? He's just as much of a main character, and uh, he's no one to mess with like the others. He still gives that energy, right? Uh, I also like Murray because he's just, he's just a good friend to Joyce as well. He's a platonic friend to Joyce, and I like that, and to Hopper, right? Uh, I hope he doesn't die, but I think, to be honest, I think he might because that trailer for volume two has me in a chokehold about him with the fire, I think he's fighting off a Demogorgon and I think he's going to sacrifice himself. So Hopper lives. Speaking of Hopper, he's alive. We all knew that. We all knew that. Well, let's talk about how he's a pretty badass in this season. My man's had his foot almost amputated to get those chains off. Not really, but you know what I'm saying? I like his tenacity <laughs> and his quickness to think he was handling that officer like like that. OK, because that officer was always in his business. That's what happens when you're not in someone's business. You might, you might just get jumped or, or die. Anyways, he should have just stayed out the way, right? The officer should have stayed out the way. Um, I think off, uh, Hopper's also developing more tactics of survival uh, from being there. That's how he's so solid and ruthless at times. However, when he sees Joyce, he just grows warm, y'all. He's like, it's like the defense mechanism melts away and the Hulk, the Hulk goes back to being Banner. Isn't it like he he's just like standing there. He's just like because he has this soul. He's, he's been so on survival mode that when he sees Joyce, it's kind of like he just breathes and relaxes. Um, and let's talk about Joyce. OK, Joyce is my girl. She's there to save her man. But can we be honest? She's a terrible mother. <laughs> like she's she's a terrible mother. OK, she's not. But she is right. She lies to her kids and then she jets out of there to go save her man and, you know, overseas and. I don't know. Should we throw up a red flag? Let's throw up a red flag because Jonathan, this is why he's struggling so much now. And he's so tense because he doesn't have time to be by himself because his mom is always telling him, watch your brother, man the house. Right. So if I were Jonathan, I'd probably be stressed out, too, to be honest. So maybe let's um, let's show Jonathan some grace. <laughs> he probably still can get written off, but it's all good. <laughs> but I love her fight for Hopper and to bring him home alive. I will always say that she is the one parent that I respect more than anything because she's out there fighting with her kid. Right. And fighting these Demogorgons. Where are the other parents, by the way? If my daughter is out there fighting on the ground, I'm there with her together. Okay? We're running together. Okay? Next. All right, let's 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 talk about Eleven. Opening season freaked me out. Okay? Because I was like, Elle, what did you do? All these kids, you know? I'm also glad they put a trigger warning because that was a lot happening, right? But now, Elle is having a hard time adjusting without her power. She's very fragile right now. She's very fragile, but so pure and happy for new beginnings. But she's facing bullies. She's definitely gone through a lot of trauma. Also, Elle isn't stupid either, sis. She puts two and two together, and she has no problem with confronting issues with Mike. Um, I like that she doesn't back down even when she's emotional. She still is like, I got to get it out, right? 
And I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I thought her and Papa were a little weird. And then I realized it was just him a little, you know, and, and them calling that. But, um, and she was in a very vulnerable state, but he actually is helping to, to save the day. Right. So yeah, that's, that's 11. Last, let's talk about Vecna. Wow. 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 He's crazy. All right. But that stemmed from childhood trauma. Are we Vecnas ourselves? I don't know, but we'll find out on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. No, but you get what I mean. Let's talk about his background. His dad, they called him a sensitive child. They call Will a sensitive child. Is there a connection? Come on, guys. You see what I'm saying? I don't I don't know if Will's going to be a bad guy, but I will not be surprised because they both have the same traits, okay? All right, let's start there. He's number one. I saw that coming because he kept telling l that number one exists did i know that he did all of this heck no i did not i didn't know that he you know killed all those children you know killed his mom and 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 frightened his dad and showed them and exposed them but he was a a child that was tired of you know being labeled as sensitive for one and he was a, a child tired of being um you know pushed to the side so i think all that stemmed from his childhood trauma this is a big season about talking about children's traumas and insecurities and that leads me to the other characters jason the basketball playing protesting pretty boy i don't like him his passion is there but he's a bully he gives off narcissistic ways he's just annoying okay he's he's kind of like i think he has some insecurities too and he wants to be seen as like the guy that saves the day and all this stuff and has a pretty girlfriend he has a um A reputation to uphold, as you should say, all right? So next, the school counselor. She's been seeing all the kids who have been um, hurt by Vecna, right? Uh, She's been trying to get them to talk, to release their feelings, specifically Max. Max, she's been telling her, like, talk to me, you know, find healing. She also has a freaking key around her neck. Do you get it? Okay, if you don't, listen, the clock has an insert for a key. Either she's working with Vecna to find his you know, his people, right? Or she's saying, if you seek therapy and help, you can be free from insecurities, trauma, and self-doubt. Wow. Let's talk about it. Mental health is in the building. Okay. I like it. Next, Dimitri. Y'all are about to kill him off, aren't y'all? He keeps talking about his son. Y'all know that's how characters do when they're about to die. They reminisce and then they die, right? Damn, y'all cold. Anyway, I think he's handsome. He also gives a personality that's masculine but soft. Like he'll break you into pieces, but he loves puppies, right? I like his character. I think he may die though. Not gonna lie to you. I think he may die. And I think Hopper's gonna go back and tell his son how amazing of a hero he is to make him seem, you know, bigger and, and more uh, loved. You know, like like trying to tell his tell his son like, hey, your dad really is a hero. Don't just think of other people as heroes. Think of your dad as a hero, right? Yuri, last last character. He's annoying. I hated him. I hope he gets the day he deserves. In this case, the moment he deserves because it's a show. <laughs> I was I was just so mad at Yuri. I really was, guys. I was I was all I was always mad at Yuri and the other people I were mad with. This is my last, the last of them. The parents, all of them, trash. They don't listen to their kids and they don't even look for them. How are your children fighting something so big and so detrimental to the town and you all don't know? This is definitely a show because my mom would have said, you get on that bike if you want to, and you're going to have more people to worry about than Vecna. (laughs) That's a black mama saying for you, right? Okay. 
<laughs> so those are my theories and summaries and I hope you enjoyed and don't forget to tune in tomorrow and watch volume two so we can get the answers that we truly deserve right um and I just I'm just excited about it binge watch the show if you haven't binge watched the show have a good summer binge watch some shows step out of your element watch it with the lights on <laughs> if you're scared like me or watch it with your spouse if you're scared like me okay so as you get ready to clock back in know that you're doing your best it's not about being perfect it's about being progressive until next time mamas see you soon let me go check on my baby bye